0: hello and welcome to the place to be a seinfeld podcast i'm your host adam and i'm eric today we'll be discussing the greatest seinfeld moments with one of our favorite seinfeld fans adam adam runs the instagram account seinfeld episodes on instagram whereas he's currently hosting a bracket where you can vote for your favorite seinfeld moments thanks for being with us adam Thanks, guys. Glad to be with you guys. So um, before we get started with that, we just want to ask you, how did you get into Seinfeld?
1: I've actually been watching Seinfeld for way before I was probably supposed to be watching uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> um, that was a show that my mom was like totally against me watching when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. Oh, um, ah, that's so, a fun
0: age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so I'm trying to think of, so that would have been like 92. So probably like right in season four ish. Um, and then I remember growing up, like it was on uh, reruns during dinner dinnertime uh, every night. So literally I felt caught up um, all through high school. And like, we were just obsessed with Seinfeld from uh, Jump Street. So um, yeah, been going strong ever since.
0: That's awesome.
2: And can you tell our listeners a little bit about your Instagram page, how you got that started and where you're at now with it?
1: Yeah, so I started uh, in 2016. um, So it's almost right at five years now. Um, I think the anniversary is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, I literally just, I followed a bunch of like uh, other Seinfeld accounts on Instagram and I felt like it was all um, just the really memorable stuff. So I was talking to a buddy one day and I was like, you know what? We need like some deep dives on Seinfeld. So I was like, why don't what? Are, what, are, what if I just went in order, started with episode one, made my way through every episode, and pulled out not only the the hits but memorable quotes throughout. So it was real rudimentary. Like I had to like Google um, all the scenes and hope that it matched up with the quote, and I'd find the picture and then put like meme format text over it with the <laughs> quote. So it was like. It was real, like, kind of, like, low quality, but um, it it just took off, and, um, you know, it was kind of slow going at first, but then it just started snowballing, and, you know, I think we're at 120,000 followers now, Um, and it it just, it's awesome. So many great Seinfeld fans. Obviously, we have a good uh, Seinfeld group, um, you know, that we joke about it all the time together and um, you know kind of bounce ideas off each other and it's just it's a cool community
2: yeah it's a great account and I have to thank you for inspiring me to make my own Seinfeld meme page and Adam and I kind of have a uh, group on Instagram with other Seinfeld accounts that we kind of talk to each other and we bounce ideas off each other so it's a nice little community and we all support each other and that was kind of what gave me the idea for this podcast. It kind of, I kind of wanted the same feel to have Seinfeld fans come on and discuss different topics about the show, things they're passionate about. So it's been fun so far, but I wanted to thank you as a, one of my inspirations.
1: No, that's, that's awesome. I didn't know that, but that's uh, that's great. And like I said, it's, it's all of us and you know, it's, I like how we all help each other out and, you know, ask questions if, You know, we think this is over the line on some things that we're making or um if we're gonna get too many uh people in the comment section trying to uh just be despicable humans or uh (laughs) what's going on. So it's uh it's interesting.
0: Boy, I got you I bet you got a regular Algonquin round table there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. (laughs) A real bull session.
2: (laughs) So this year on your account you're hosting a greatest Seinfeld moments bracket you've hosted other brackets in the past can you kind of take us through each one and um this current one that you're doing
1: yeah a couple years ago I just synced it up with you know March Madness and I did the best character bracket um and I was really excited about that it didn't turn out as well as I wanted to um I I I guess I made the mistake of putting the the main four characters in the bracket Mm. um and I was I was putting them in not thinking that they would be runaway uh, wins that there would actually be some good upsets and some good voting, but it, it literally went chalk the whole way. And uh, you know, the main four, I thought for sure like Frank or Putty or somebody was going to sneak in there um, and upset one of the main, and it just didn't happen that way. It was still fun, had some good conversation around it. Um, So then the last year uh, when COVID hit, that was a perfect, like, let's do another bracket. There's not everybody else is shut down. Everybody's stuck at home. Let's try to do something fun. Um, so I did the best episode, uh, bracket and that was a good one. Yeah. It, it was good. And, you know, even trying to parse down 188 episodes to, uh, I did a double bracket. So it was 128. So, mm-hmm. so cutting 60 episodes was even like oh. impossible, right? Cause there's probably only like there's maybe four or five episodes that I can probably say that I just don't like or don't care for, or it's not as memorable for me. Like The Good Samaritan, like that that episode's like it's got uh the 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 thug girlfriend of Jerry. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it's kind of a a forgetful episode. But um,
0: it's got Kramer seizures with Mary Hart, though. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is <laughs> the
1: one saving grace. But I even sitting here right now, I've probably seen it a dozen times. I don't really even know what else happens in that. So it's just like a handful of those, but it was really hard to get, get 60 episodes cut off that. Um, but then, you know, it was awesome. Like I I found engagement went way up on my account because um, everybody likes debating uh, which episode was better. So I thought the voting was that was like ideal in that situation. And then Marine Biologist obviously won, um, which that was good. I was, uh, I kind of had an idea that was going to be a heavy hitter Um, and it's just for the monologue, right? Um, The Mm -hmm. the rest of the episode is kind of not that eventful, but that monologue puts it over the top. So that was an awesome bracket last year.
0: Yeah. And how all the stories come together in the end is just classic Seinfeld writing.
1: Yeah. And it's just, I mean, if you, if you know the background behind like how they came up with the monologue and how Jason just absolutely killed it and like one take and you know, you can, you can sense Larry's writing in it, and it's just – it's outstanding. So that was that was a lot of fun and a lot of success. You know, I did some, like, IG Lives uh, with Dylan Landon on that and, like, kind of a, a recap of each uh, round. So that was a lot of fun to do. So then this year I was I was debating back and forth, and I asked a bunch of, like, the other Seinfeld accounts. I was like, do I do another tournament? I was like, this is a lot of work. I'm thinking best moment, but how, how the heck do you take – 188 episodes worth of awesome moments let's say each episode has four or five just huge great topics or scenes cut it down to 64 like that was almost a monumental task and I, I kept sending like edited lists to the group and I was like oh but we're forgetting this and we got to cut it, it's just so hard and I was like if I do a double bracket that's that's almost impossible amount of work of getting 128 like video clips trimmed, edited, cut down. The voting would take weeks uh, per like it was just I mean, we're already I think this is week four and we're only a quarter of the way into the second round.
0: Um, wow. It's, it's
1: just <laughs> it's just an insane amount of like undertaking. So I was like, I don't want to, you know bite off more than I can chew. Um, but I'm so glad I did because it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, editing all the clips and trying to figure out Instagram has been like wonky with me trying to like block videos here and there and <laughs> like setting limits and taking down some posts, but I think we've figured it out finally. So we're all good.
2: And how do you ultimately decide on the 64 moments? Do you go with your personal favorites? Do you go with what you think fans would like the most? So
1: I did a little bit of both. I actually have a spreadsheet um, that I have like each season broken down of like because my account still goes in order. um, I usually like read through a script or um, when I'm preparing for that episode, I'll read through the script or watch that episode and then just take some notes of some highlights that I want to cut. So I got I have all the seasons and all these little highlights. And then as I've gone, I've kind of kept like a best of tab. So I had like 180 some best ofs and I have it separated by character. So then I started like compiling the list to 64 and it was just, it was really hard. And then I went back through like old posts and saw like what a lot of people commented on or like, you know, scenes that seem to be, get a lot of, you know, likes or engagement. So obviously those are favorites. Um, so I tried to incorporate all of that. So I, I tried to do it. Um you know, as judiciously as possible. Um, But it was still, I mean, that's, it's so hard to get down to 64 yeah. and, and everybody's still like, even to this day, we're five weeks into it. And every single post has a, I can't believe X scene didn't make it into the cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, I love it. It's like choosing <laughs> between my children. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah. I want to save them all. Maybe I'll do two or three more brackets. We don't know, but let's.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's it's just. That's the other thing, too, is it's not like you can't do another bracket at some later period of time in the same, you know, same topic. Just pick out, you know, more obscure moments or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, so many great ones uh, didn't make the cut. Some of my personal favorites.
2: Yeah. So let's go through round one and kind of go through each matchup and see which made it and which didn't. And I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I got yeah, the vote totals here, too, so we can we can really go
0: through it. I'm excited to debate these <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, we can start off with the first one I mean in and to remind all the listeners I totally did a completely random seating um, I thought if I seeded these it was gonna be super biased it was gonna be run-along talk um, I knew just from previous like especially last year's bracket of what would do really well and so I I completely just threw it in Excel and randomized the seeds. Cause I thought that would really a get some people worked up. Um, and the comments have been huge. Like there's like two to 300 comments on each yeah. post. So I knew people <laughs> were going to be arguing and debating and, you know, sending me nasty DMs sometimes, <laughs> which is just ridiculous, but um, it has been happening. Um,
2: I've noticed so, that with the comments, people are very passionate. <laughs> yeah,
3: and,
1: I mean, if I shared just half of my uh, direct messages to you guys, your (laughs) eyes would just get real wide. So um, it's taken some thick skin through this tournament. Um, So the first matchup was, I mean, it was a killer. And I think all of these, and I think I said this to a couple of people, I was like, these are absolute bloodbaths. Most of them are just like heavyweight fights. Um, And that's that's cutting down to 64, right? You knew it was going to be just a slugfest.
0: Every time I saw it pop up on my Instagram, I I would see you post another bracket. I was like, oh man, this is such a tough. Like, how am I expected to choose between these two? And I usually just went with, well, I like the episode better, so the moment's better. Ergo, ah, it was terrible.
2: Sometimes what I do do is I see it and I'm like, I can't vote on this right now. I'll get back to it later. I need a few (laughs) minutes to decide.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the number of people that have commented like Sophie's choice or like this is like choosing which child I love best. It's like it yeah. totally is like today. I literally I'm the one who made the bracket. I knew the matchup was coming and I was sweating like I, <laughs> I didn't know which one to choose either. So,
3: yeah, um,
1: the first one right out of the gates, it was the uh, the car rental reservation versus Kramer at the OTB. Uh, I mean, it's just two iconic scenes um, and car rental reservation ran away with it um
0: i i figured um, that would be the winner because i feel like more people know you know how to take the reservation you just don't know how to hold the <laughs> reservation like it, like kramer's scene is obviously fantastic that's more of like a physical scene like of him just doing the thing like he's on a horse
1: yeah i just remember when i was a kid watching that car rental reservation uh with my dad and he would just be on like in stitches um just mm-hmm. jerry's delivery and the sarcasm and you know, saying, I'm going to get the insurance, I'm going to beat the hell out of that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is definitely one of my favorite Jerry moments, and I just love, anybody could just take him. He's the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so great.
1: Um. So then the the next matchup was uh, Merv Griffin uh, set when they do the reveal when George comes out onto the stage. Oh, uh, it's our versus... good friend,
2: George Costanza. <laughs>
0: Turn <Hey>! music off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just, and I love my buddies and I in high school used to do this constantly when somebody would be sitting in a row. We'd tell them to scoot down, and you just, it's the whisper of the
3: scoot down, scoot down, scoot down.
1: (laughs) It's Kramer constantly nudging them off to the side, right, to make room for the new guests. Like we used to be in class, and we would do that every time somebody new would come in. You would hear somebody in the back go,
3: hey, and then you go, scoot down, scoot down, scoot down.
1: So that's like one of my personal favorites. And I mean, that's one of my favorite episodes too, even though it's uh, a, like a later season, it's so squirrely and season goofy. Nine. Yeah. It's like, I I'm a big, like, I love season four, I love season five. Uh, but season nine is completely goofy and wacky, but the Merv is like one of my top five episodes. So,
2: that is definitely one of the episodes that really sticks out in those years without Larry. The, the Bizarro Jerry is another one where just, they really just kind of stick out as just genius, hilarious episodes. Yeah, it's like,
1: yeah. yeah, the writers just got in that room and were like, I wonder what we can make stick this week. And yeah. it's just absurd. <laughs> and uh, so, but it was going up against a, a heavy hitter. It was going up against the Serenity Now. Oh. Ooh. Another great um, season nine episode. Yeah, I- exactly.
2: Now, which moment in particular was it?
1: It was the opening scene where that's uh, what I figured Frank yeah. is yelling at Estelle about the mechanism on the <laughs> the car seat, uh, and then yelling the serenity now
0: like an animal because of her. I gotta sit like <laughs> an animal. <laughs> Don't blame now. the
1: mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> and then George saying, "Did the man
0: tell you to yell it?" The man on the tape wasn't specific. <laughs>
2: Dad, we're five blocks from the house.
0: <laughs> just every line in that scene is like, oh, they all just, oh, my God.
1: It's yeah. I mean, Jerry Stiller. I mean, that's that's tough for me. Frank might be my favorite character on the whole show outside of George, probably. Um, but just he kills every scene.
2: He's just incredible. I really wish I could have met him in person and thanked him for all the laughs because he's just <laughs> every time he's on screen. I can't help it but laugh every single time. And oh, just yeah.
1: every time you hear like a behind the scenes thing of like how he had a lot of trouble like remembering his lines, and that's like how he yelled it, because that's how it like it just shot into his memory, and he just was like happy that he remembered. And oh, it's fantastic. They came to him
0: in pieces, and they came out of him in pieces. Yeah, yeah I, I exactly. think it. Was,
2: I, yeah, I think it was Jason who said he thought in stutter steps, so it would come out in stutter steps. So he'd
0: be like, "You mean to tell me that I can't go to Del Boca yeah. Vista?" <laughs> And he oh, he'd like shut his eyes tight. You could see him just – you could see the wheels turning in his head. Speaking uh, of,
1: that's a moment that I had to cut that didn't make this bracket. That's one of my personal favorites. The oh, okay, moving uh, in lock, stock, and barrel. Uh, amazing.
0: You should do a bloopers bracket because you can include the Del
1: Visto Becco. <laughs> I literally – I can't believe you said that. I literally was sitting uh, at work today, and I was thinking about a, it. We need to have a bloopers bracket. Just, there you, I, there's, there you there's go, enough, monkey boy. You could probably fill
0: it. Yeah, there's, absolutely. And the hardcore fan, like the people that own the DVDs would like, you know, they'd be the ones that would know. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, the bloopers have almost become a part of the show now. So many fans totally. know about the bloopers. When they see the episodes, they think of the bloopers now. They're so good. That would be really interesting. I, I wonder what would come out on top. I think it would come down to you want a piece of me versus um, uh, look away, I'm hideous. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, another another just awesome one is the the Festivus dinner too with the I think
0: you're a fox.
2: Yeah, oh I forget about that. Of course, that could win the whole thing.
0: There's so many. There's so many good ones. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
1: Um. So Merv Griffin ended up beating uh Serenity. Now it was close too. It was uh 3969 to 3814. So it okay. was you know just over a hundred uh mm-hmm. more votes. So that was a close one. Wow. Um, next matchup was uh Kramer is the pimp with the Technicolor Dreamcoat walking down the street. Um, and then when he gets the Ass Man plates.
3: Ooh, that's um, kinda tough. That is it really was real tough. tough.
1: That was two Kramer uh iconic ones up against each other.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I would choose for that one. See, in that case, I would probably lean more towards the Assman plates only because I think the Fusili Jerry is a much better episode than the Wigmaster, master but they're both great episodes but the thing is it's best moment right it's right not no i know episode. that and, and that's but again i'm thinking you know i'm going through my instagram story i'm like panicking here you know yeah <laughs> but that's that was like my thought process through a lot of it but you're right it is the best moment so uh, i don't know It's tough
1: i don't know like it's i don't remember which way i voted um on this one and the Ass Man, such a good delivery by that DMV clerk. Yeah. She's she's outstanding in it. You, but you then, are like, the Ass Man. <laughs> yeah. Him like Kramer being just completely befuddled. But then the Kramer pimp, and I this gets lost in syndication episodes. They cut part of that scene when he's walking, but I, I put the full one when he has the cane and does the dap with the guy and the mm-hmm. cane twirl. Yeah, yes. just they cut that part out on most syndicated episodes. And that's that's the one that makes the scene for
2: me. Absolutely. And yeah. I wonder if that was something that Michael improvised or if it was something that was in the script because Michael improvised so much. I could see him doing that on his own.
1: Yeah, that Squire's walking stick and just the <laughs> twirl.
2: And that guy
0: was perfect, too. The guy that yeah. oh, yeah, to, the he. Oh, yeah, the guy that he. Awesome. Bumps.
1: Oh, my God. They were all just eating it up, him walking down the street.
0: Mm hmm. And it's that classic Michael Richards physical comedy as well.
1: Yeah, and he's just loving every minute of it, looking up at like the bright lights shining on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that great. was a good one. Uh, Ass Man ended up winning by like 2,000 votes. Um, oh, wow. Over, over Kramer Pimp. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than that. Um, Next matchup, look to the cookie. Uh, the scene in when he's explaining the black and white Uh, going up against... Uh, the bro the the initial prototype fitting wow. where kramer's putting the, the the man's ear on frank
2: the cha-cha when it, music when the we first music. When, when george and estelle first walk in right
1: yes when they first walk in
2: it's <laughs> another and tough one this was tough
1: too because i was like do i do i put where kramer and uh frank are fighting over the name do i do like you know one of my favorite like little throwaway lines uh in that whole episode is when uh you know kramer's talking to frank and he goes you look tired and he goes yeah <laughs> you got a lot of weight up there what you mean up here he goes top floor
0: <laughs> <laughs> or even earlier is frank can't be too comfortable with those things clanging around up there <laughs>
1: yeah had some real hooters
0: tell him kramer he had breasts
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. big <laughs> breasts <laughs> So okay. good. The the woman with the, hey, we're twins. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> George is looking in his shirt like jiggling himself. He goes, what's with him? He's trying to get something off his chest.
0: Perfect line.
2: Also, um, those, also those scenes with Estelle in the car when he's like, uh, was she buzzing me? You oh, want to yeah. know if your grandmother was buzzing me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Where do you get your jeans from? <laughs> what I'd like to know.
1: <laughs> and just how george kind of sneaks into the conversation with bosomy <laughs> i like um, when he's like you can't
2: tell much of those pictures." <laughs>
1: yeah do <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> what <laughs> uh and then you know it it actually it beat look to the cookie pretty good and i was i was pretty surprised it was like 2500 votes separated but look to the cookies iconic too and you know
0: that's my favorite I, episode yeah, dinner
1: party. I dinner parties in my top five as well. Um just the Elaine being completely just over Jerry's like over explanation of it all of just you really should start an op ed in the time.
0: <laughs> or even before geez, you know, I often wonder what you'll be like when you're senile. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I think you'll have a smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> And then when he's
1: about to, and this reference gets lost on a ton of like younger fans when, you know, he's feeling sick and they're like not getting along. He's like, it's like David Duke and Farrakhan in there.
3: there.
0: Great line. Or or, yeah, then later, 14 years down the drain. That's a great callback to the masseuse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, next matchup was one of my personal favorites, the, the ladies' glasses, uh, when Kramer asked, uh, calls George madam. Um, <laughs> and my my brother-in-law and I still, every time we'll see something just random, we're like, look, Gloria Vanderbilt collection. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it's iconic. The little chain, you just need a, a little chain and play Canasta.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell went,
1: you, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And then right after that, Julia starts foaming at the mouth. I mean, it's oh, just, yeah.
2: she's got rabies, just like my friend, Bob Sacramento. <laughs> oh,
1: so good. But it went up against another hard hitter from the the dinner party. Scary cold. When George first walks in with the giant cortex coat.
2: Oh, people oh. love that. That's that's such a classic scene.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, saw my interview with Stephanie Kennedy uh, talking about the um, costume of that, but she said they went and bought a, a ski coat from like one of the only ski shops in LA. Uh, wow. <laughs> and they, they took the stitches out of the sides and just put like three extra bags of batting in it to make it like just where it was about to explode from all the seams. <laughs> and like Jason couldn't even like walk around in it.
0: <laughs> Look at you, can hardly turn around in that thing. <laughs>
2: And I love his physical comedy in that. He's got his arms kind of, you know, tight. He did the same thing in the opera
0: with the tuxedo.
1: Yeah, the yeah, tux. A yeah. little little skimpy, isn't it?
0: <laughs> and you can tell Je- um, Jerry and Julie are having so much fun hitting him. Like, yeah. when they're hey, George, can you feel this? <laughs> <laughs> and and if they're you look,
1: really whacking him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's not budging.
2: No. And if you look, Jason has a little bit of a smirk on his face. He's holding it in, but he wants yeah. to laugh, but he's keeping it together. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because Julia is like full extension twist, just whipping back and forth on him.
2: (laughs) I love later in that episode when he's like, you know, Elaine, he's like, what about her? He's like, I'm a little scared of (laughs) her. You're scared of Elaine? Yes. (laughs)
1: Remember remember when I had that Panama Jack hat and she pulled it down over my (laughs) head?
0: I'm going to pull that little hood over his big head. Remember that Panama hat? That was nothing. That's nothing. (laughs) 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 Tie the strings.
2: Suffocate him.
1: <laughs> so Scary Cold ended up winning uh by about fifteen hundred votes. Um, which I, I don't I don't remember which way I voted. That was a tough one for me because Ladies Glasses is one of my just personal favorites of Kramer hitting him with the may I have one of those, madam? You <laughs> yeah. know, with the straight face with a kind of smirk.
2: Yeah. That's um, an underrated episode for sure. Oh,
1: Agreed. absolutely. Um so all right. This is the first quarter uh, of the full bracket, and this was the biggest uh, controversy that I am still getting direct messages from. Wow. Uh, the first round matchup, it was the Marble Rye where Jerry's stealing the rye from Mabel Choate versus Bookman and his Ooh. monologue in Jerry's apartment. I, uh, I let, me, let me just set this, that Marble Rye won by 87 votes. So there were almost 13,000 votes total, and it came down to 87 separating them. Wow. And, and Bookman is by far like one of my favorite scenes of the entire series. And this was just crushed me that Bookman lost in the first round.
2: Yeah. If you're going to go by moments, although I do love the Marble Rye. as far as episodes, it's one of my favorite episodes. But if you're going to talk about moments. He absolutely knocked it out of the park, Bookman, in that scene. I mean, and I love Jerry's just the whole time is trying not to laugh. It just makes it even better.
1: Yeah, and you can fact- see that he's almost out of breath. Like Jerry's trying to hold it in so much that, and <laughs> when uh, Bookman just keeps hitting him with the the joy boy, I'll tell you what, and he keeps spinning around on his. We tell you something, Junior. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, it's just it's taking everything, like you just said, for Jerry to keep it all together.
0: And the fact that it's in that early season the season three the getting off of that more conversational humor those longer scenes as opposed to the i guess sort of getting into the whack like towards the you know season seven eight nine like the more physical short scenes you know jerry obviously stealing their you know, shut up you old bag obviously that's great stuff but the bookman stuff comes from that sign. you know it's it, it the scene breathes you know it has so much life to it
1: and it's so good cuz there's so few like actual what you could probably classify as monologues in Seinfeld like where there's more than like i don't know a minute and a half to 2 minutes of like pretty inter- uninterrupted uh especially dialogue. when
2: it's especially when it's not one of the main four yeah, yeah
1: exactly so he just i mean he kills it and he's hitting them with the you know bad year for libraries uh, yeah. Just, you're for
0: America. You know,
1: when you walk into a New York City public library, you put on your shoes, mister.
3: Like,
1: it was just, I mean, it's so fantastic with the, the peepees and wees on the cat in the hat and the Chinese, five, five Chinese, Chinese brothers.
0: brothers. Don't you think he deserves better? Maybe yeah. that's what turns on, Seinfeld. Maybe you that's and how you get your kicks. Buddies. You and your good tie buddies. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: what what I think I'd have problem? to go with Bookman.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's, so that's a great losing. matchup. That was a tough one, um, yeah. but then it kicked right into the next one, which was so we had the closest matchup of 87 votes to one of the biggest uh, routes on the entire thing. We have George's answering machine uh, message versus Larry David when he makes his appearance as Man in the Cape.
2: So I love Man in the Cape, but it's
0: not going to beat the answering machine. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that totally makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I don't don't think we need to go into it too much. But I mean, Larry in that cape when he's talking to Frank and it's just the Jerry and Elaine back and forth like, oh, I guess it is good cape weather. Cool,
2: breezy. (laughs) I love when Larry David just has his one finger up kind
1: of yeah, (laughs) just
2: pontificating.
0: (laughs) And at the very end, too, who are you? I'm Frank Costanza's lawyer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't follow the
0: trends. (laughs) (laughs) He looks ridiculous in that thing.
3: You have no eye for fashion. I have the eye for fashion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's the man in the cape doing with my father? What's my father doing with the man in the cape. Man in the cape. <laughs> How could Jerry not
3: say hello? <laughs> yeah.
0: I could see Elaine not saying hello. She's very what's the word? Supercilious. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next matchup
1: we had was uh, Kramer as the turkey with the little wing wave. The hey buddy. <laughs> uh versus one of my favorite julia moments of he took it out
2: oh yes absolutely yeah yeah i uh i think i'd have to go with julia on that one
1: yeah i mean it's it's one of my favorite scenes for her of just she strolls in just cool calm and collected and he's like how is the date oh the date <laughs> and that <laughs> well, how, how should
3: i put
0: it? it yeah he took it out it it out out <laughs> So
1: you were involved in some (laughs) (laughs)
0: amorous. And And I love
1: breathing on the the glasses.
0: Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) And I love, do you have any other friends you want to set me up with? (laughs) 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 That's one of those scenes where just only Julia can perform that scene the way she does. No one else can deliver those lines like her.
1: Oh Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're so like inundated with how like, awesome of an actress she was over those years but i completely agree like i couldn't picture anybody else delivering in that kind of cadence and that style it's it's outstanding
0: yeah cuz if you read those lines on a page you wouldn't necessarily think oh like how is this you know that's not really funny but then you get her doing it mm-hmm. and the back and forth it's just like it's incredible
1: and it's oh. so it's it's weird because we're talking you know mid 90s that that scene came out and it it almost seems like you would never see that kind of conversation about that despicable behavior uh, on any kind of show these days, which is weird. It's like, we've gone through the gamut, right? It's like, what could we get away with in the 90s? We talked about some taboo subjects. Now it feels like there's no censorship on anything. But those are some subjects that are totally off limits to, you know, outside of like, Law and Order, SVU, or something yeah. that's directly dealing with those kind of things. So it, it's right. wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like you can't really joke about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking about some guy exposing himself in his car, like catching a lane off guard, and like it was like comp- comedic fodder, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, man, that's that's the last thing you want to like tune into right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's a good point. Maybe they just need some air. <laughs> <laughs> they need air. They can't breathe down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one obviously won. Um, I was really worried Kramer Turkey, uh, just the gimmick of it, as great yeah. as that is, uh, would pull some of the fans, but um, JLD pulled it out on that one. So um, that kicked us right into the next one, which was uh, Frogger, George maneuvering the machine across the street um, versus, Here's one that's actually you know, got influenced, I think, more by the bloopers. It's the, you want a piece of me, uh, yeah. Frank, oh, yeah. in, in the police station against Elaine.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's, that's a winner. I mean, Frank, you know, Jerry Stiller puts that over the top. I think the Frogger scene, like, if you watch the behind the scenes and you hear about the logistics of how they made that work, that makes you appreciate that scene more. But you're right, like the bloopers of the, you want a piece of me and – you know, just that whole idea. He's an old man, Elaine. Yeah, Julia's saying you could, I could drop you like a bag of dirt.
1: I mean, that's such a great line.
2: He wrote the check, and I cashed it.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, so that one won, uh, pretty handily, almost ten thousand votes. Uh, for yeah. that one itself, um, I think it was one of the top five vote getters for this mm-hmm. whole uh, first round. Not that surprising. But then it kicked right into the, the next one was the thin layer of Gabardine. So finding out Kramer's going commando oh, and
3: great. then
1: uh, up against, though, one of the best George in six games when he's teaching Bernie oh, Williams ooh. and Derek Jeter how to hit dingers at Yankee Stadium.
2: Another great one. Yeah. I mean, I do love that delivery in six games. I mean, it's so <laughs> iconic the way he delivers that. And I love you to, that Jeter and Bernie are in there.
1: You want to talk about hotels? You want to win some ball games?
2: <laughs> won the world series six games <laughs> uh
1: but kramer uh it's not only kramer's delivery it's jerry coming to the realization of what is transpiring right in front of him and then elaine getting blasted <laughs> with it with the ooh and <laughs> her backing up on the couch and she's oh, so I, innocent too she's like what what <laughs> yeah
2: and michael uh, richards does that little hop you know and he kind
1: of yeah. walks oh, over yeah. to the um oh, he's man. just found a new free spirit in him that he is ecstatic about
0: and he had been talking about like his underwear troubles from the hamptons Or not troubles but he started talking about it in the hamptons episodes that jerry you ever try silk underwear put that yeah, on the top and, of your list
1: and then elaine does the callback to it of, i thought you wore silk underwear
0: exactly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point i'm like a naked innocent boy roaming the countryside <laughs>
1: <laughs> so good um so that one actually beat in six games um and the next matchup was the iconic I'm out from the contest. Kramer slapping the cash down. This was the biggest uh, uh, disparity between the two. It was Elaine with the I'll go if I don't have to talk.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Um, which is such a great Elaine moment. But, I mean, in, in it didn't stand a chance. against yeah. the "I'm Yeah. Eric,
0: out. I know that's one of your favorite moments, too. The I'll go if I don't have to talk. I do love that. I probably use that line.
2: More than almost any other line in the series, because I'll only go if I don't have to talk, you know, <laughs> but um, you, you're not going to beat. I'm out. I they might win the whole thing. I mean, you have. I know it's it's right
1: now. I mean, if we want to uh, skip ahead a little bit just as a teaser, that's the the one going on right now uh, today is is I'm out. And it's it's got a full head of steam. Oh, uh, yeah. In the second round, too. So it's it's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, so we'll go to the the next matchup is uh, the great Terry Hatcher with the the real and they're spectacular uh, against uh, George's epiphany to do everything is the opposite. Um, so you know, skipping ahead a little bit, we can go back and talk. But the opposite beat real and spectacular uh, because you know that's classic Georgia. My name's George. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. But yeah. now it, it's pitted up against I'm out, and when I check before this you know taping it it's got like a 15 to 2000 vote lead over the opposite so and wow. the opposite's another you know i think it's one of three episodes that has like a the highest rating um for all uh, the whole series and you know it's getting blasted right now by i'm out so it just tells you how powerful the other one is
2: and that opposite clip Is that also does that also include when Jerry's like, if every instinct you had is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right.
1: I put the whole thing. So like I had to have the exposition for it. Right. of George walking in just disheveled. And
0: speaking of having it all.
1: (laughs) Exactly. it's, It's him walking down. And he's like, you know, I had such a promising future. I was bright. Well, maybe not, you know. Academic speaking yeah academically or whatever however <laughs> i you could always
0: it tell it. when somebody was uncomfortable at a party.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and then you know it's just the whole build up at the the tuna salad and the chicken salad and the salmon salad
0: <laughs> yeah good for the tuna <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um that obviously uh is right now it's but there's a ton of people in my comments and now uh direct messaging saying that the opposite is their favorite so Maybe they're going to see a, a resurgence um, yeah. in the voting. So it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a great matchup. Like that's really, you know, like two powerhouses going against each other.
2: Yeah. Both of those episodes could either easily be top two with fans. I mean, oh, totally. you know, yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: you're talking. Yeah. Two of the I think I said three, two of the three highest rated. I forget. I'm trying to think of what the other one was. Um I saw an article on it a couple of weeks ago, but it was you know, the contests and the opposite were two of the top three. So Yeah. Um, next matchup was uh Nip with the Christmas card of Elaine grabbing George's head um ah, yes. and rubbing it in her chest versus Magic Loogie. Oh
3: Gosh,
1: man. Yeah, see these are just blood bats. Like it literally feels like you're choosing uh between so what, like your
0: I mean wife me personally. The nip scene, I can close my eyes and picture that scene every time. That is absolutely one of my top five favorite scenes of all time just because of the hair at the end and Elaine's delivery and like the, the total twist of when George – it, it gets set up when George is in the psychiatrist's office and he sees the card and you think, oh, he saw the nipple. And it's just this total this total twist. It's like, oh, it's so fantastic.
2: Well, also what I love about that was it was improvised too. I think Julia and Jason improvised that and you see Jerry's yeah, real reaction yeah. on That's camera, right. which is amazing.
1: That's right. And you know, to to go off on a little bit of a tangent, I'm also like totally confused by this scene constantly, because it's one of my absolute favorites. But why on earth did Elaine not send George a Christmas card? <laughs> At this point, like she sent it, it seems like half the city as she's worried about her nipple being out there uh, in public record now. And she never sent George a
0: Christmas card like she didn't send one to Kramer either, though, I don't think I don't think so either. And he took the picture (laughs) there are people she
2: knows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bet she sent one to Gene and Kevin.
0: (laughs) What about Feldman and Vargas? Yeah. Yeah. From across the hall. (laughs)
2: but i have to say that magic loogie scene is absolutely brilliant
1: oh Oh, when i was a kid i was like uh so when this was live i was really into like the whole jfk thing too and that just like this scene blew my mind especially being like 11 12 years old and i thought it was like the fact that a loogie made it into a a show i was watching (laughs) like it was just outstanding and the whole jfk uh you Know similarities were just outstanding,
2: just perfect, and I love how the audience you hear that they're starting to get the joke, and it's yeah. just the little laugh little starts little to of build.
1: Applause when Jerry, yeah. did, and you were struck, <laughs> and it paused in midair.
2: Mind you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened to your head? Well, back and to the
3: left, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they cut it again,
2: leg. back and to the left. So and, great!
1: I mean, that's one of my. I I keep saying this. I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over. (laughs) That's my favorite line. My favorite line, my favorite line, but Newman walking up the ramp. Nice game. Pretty boy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I would have to go with that. I think I would have to go with that clip just because it's just so brilliant in every way that it's just so genius. I mean, how did they think of that? (laughs) It's amazing. It's unbelievable.
1: Magic loogie. It it did win by like 3000 votes. So, um, that should be a good one moving into the next round. I think that's up on deck tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Next scene was Kramer and Newman making sausages to the <laughs> fantastic music, um, a- up against the uh, Chinese restaurant Cartwright scene. Wow, they're
2: so different.
0: I mean, I know. Again, that's go that's going back to like having an early episode that sort of humor going, and then going to the later wackier sort of.
1: I was actually really surprised because every time I've done these kind of things before, like there is no love for the Chinese restaurant. And I love that episode. Um, It's one of my all time favorites, especially from the early episodes. (laughs) And it actually beat making sausages by like 13, 1400 votes, which I thought would, you know, wipe the floor with it because it's such a, the Chinese restaurant is so like, you know, I don't want to say like polarizing, but it kind of is. Um, and the fact that it, it won over something that's just, you know, slapstick and funny and, you know, Kramer at his best, just really getting into cranking those sausages out. So that was a, a nice surprise.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> I just love when George is like, she called, he <laughs> yelled
0: <"Cot> right. <laughs> yeah, caught, right? Caught... <laughs> caught, right? You're not caught, right?
2: Of course I'm not caught, right?
1: It's just so, uh, yeah. Um, so then, the next matchup was uh, the pony remark with uh, the whole conversation with Manya, and against uh, Newman driving the mail truck, bursting into flames with the Ode to humanity."
2: Oh, oh I gotta go with Newman.
0: Yeah, and uh, I gotta go, I s- go pony remark. I I love that whole thing with with when they're sitting there at the table, and the whole, even the whole conversation. These peas are delicious. <laughs> And then you just see the conversation starting to deteriorate more and more and more. And that, look, I hate anybody that had a pony. I had the pony. And everybody just looks at Jack. Because we've all been in that situation where we've said something we should not have said. (laughs) What's it do with racehorses? They're like giant
1: riding dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have sugar because my ankles swell up and I can't dance.
0: (laughs) Can't dance? He's kidding, Manya.
2: (laughs) It is but great, I, but what I love about the pothole was how all the stories come together so perfectly at the end, and Newman just being so happy and so merry in his truck, you know, <laughs> driving the fish for China Panda, and then, you know, everything's going well, and all of a sudden, he's like, what the hell was that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Then he goes back to singing, once,
3: twice, three times. <laughs> and
2: <laughs> so I, great. I, I, I yeah,
3: it's very it. Yeah, I
1: posted a link to uh, a Reddit AMA that Jerry did like seven years ago. And Jerry said that's one of his favorite scenes from the whole series of Newman yelling in an inferno of oh, the humanity.
0: <laughs> that's true. Again, it's so um, it's like, yeah, you're picking your favorite child. Like, how do you yeah, it,
1: it's just one after another is just really a, a, just a gut wrenching uh, choice. But it, it won over the pony remark by, you know, a good twenty eight hundred votes. Um and then we get into a next one that is, I mean, this is tough too. It's the Festivus story. So it's Frank explaining to Kramer the origin of Festivus versus Elaine yanking off George's toupee with the oh. "You're
0: bald." Oh man, I I would go with the "You're bald." That's my gut. Like that's right
1: what I, I, I went with. So yeah.
2: I I think that the fans would go with Festivus, but I'm going with uh, "You're bald" as well.
1: Festivus won by over 3,000 votes. Yeah, because it's that so iconic. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's, I mean, people still celebrate and, it to this day. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: don't I get I still me have wrong, my pole I up love, in the corner of my apartment. <laughs> I have mine on my desk. I have like a mini one.
2: Nice. Me too.
1: Um, but it's it's Frank with the, as I rain blows upon him. that That's the part that seals it for me. But Elaine snatching that to payoff and the rage in her voice. It was just unbelievable.
0: And just knowing too that Jason actually got hurt, like he actually, you know, hurt himself doing that scene, and they kept it for the comedy is it's gold.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, he
2: does the little nose boop with the <laughs> I was bald. was bald.
0: <laughs> I love Kramer in the
2: background, like, hey, hey, come on. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that whole that whole episode's great. With the you gotta tell her about your little your little hat <laughs> <hair> there. <laughs>
0: I can spot that bird's nest two blocks away.
2: <laughs> I notice people staring at my head because they like what they see. <laughs> exactly. You know what this makes me?
0: I am in the game. <laughs> I, I no longer defer to the quaft. I'm a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's one of those rare episodes where, at least for most of the episode, George is – he's on a high. You know, hes he's loving life. He's loving everything about life. And, of course, Elaine had to snatch that from him at the end. But, the, you know, you have the opposite. There's only there's a few episodes where George is really kind of riding high the entire time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But he always gets kicked back down to reality. <laughs> exactly. But then he becomes a bald again. <laughs> <laughs> she took off her hat and
3: hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Apparently,
0: Baldy he
1: likes a slimmer guy. <laughs> Um, all right. So the second half of the bracket uh, starts off with two uh, George moments. We got jerk store uh, and it's the the second part of it when he's shoving the shrimp in his mouth and hits Riley finally with the jerk store uh, <laughs> versus George and the
2: timeless art of seduction.
1: Ooh. Well, that's
2: I think I got to go jerk store.
1: Yeah, I think jerk store is the line.
2: Yeah, I also love the scene when they're discussing all the different comebacks that he can use. You know, yeah, hey, Riley, yeah. the zoo called. You're due back by six.
1: <laughs> and Elaine with by far the worst. And her and Jerry both just giggling. With, with the, the, hey, Riley, your cranium called. There's some space
0: for rent. <laughs> Look, just tell him you had sex with his wife. I <laughs> don't <That'll> kid him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I love that, of course, he eventually uses Kramer's one out of all the ones, because you know that's going to end the worst.
1: Yeah. (laughs) His wife's in a coma. (laughs) The life support machine called.
2: (laughs) I always wanted to know what that comeback was.
1: Oh, I know. Um, There's a great, uh, I don't, it's not a blooper. It's a deleted scene of George uh, picturing how it went perfectly. And he's in a. He has hair. And he's doing it and he's like regaled by everybody of like how fantastic that comeback was.
0: (laughs) Riley's just like crying in the corner or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: so Jerkstore won. Um, it goes to uh the next pairing was Kramer, uh when he's home alone, when Jerry leaves and uh the bookstore. Yeah, the bookstore cold open and
3: very underrated.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And Kramer's in, you know, jerry's suit doing stand-up he's moving all the furniture around he's having that giant tea party um and he's up against george eating the snickers bar with the fork and knife
2: well the the fork and knife is is more iconic but the physical comedy with michael richards in that open in that cold open is just amazing
0: what's the deal with politics i don't Uh, i don't know am i right people (laughs) <laughs> he makes that face Yeah,
1: him riding around on the bike, like yeah. in uh, like Brad Pitt and Fight Club, like just yeah. riding it around the, the apartment. It's so good.
2: And I love all the random people in his apartment that he has over.
1: Yeah, it's like all the extras. It's like Norman Brenner, like his fill in. It's like every single like extra person. And it's uh, Jerry's real
0: mother sitting on the couch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that reminds me of when Jerry says, you sure have a lot of friends. How come I never see any of these people? And, he, and he's like, they wonder why they never see you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so Kramer Home Alone won uh, by about 800 votes, uh, kicks us into the yada yada. So this is one actually that you urged me to put in. Um, I think I had a last minute cut of Dingo Ate Your Baby and put in yada yada.
3: The, I know you
1: were I
2: know the one I with thought, um mentioned the bisque, right?
1: Yeah, the Mention yeah. the bisque. So uh, I think you were telling me to put that and man hands to make sure those made it into this one. Um,
2: well, those weren't in your initial bracket, right? Right. My
1: my first yeah. list, yeah. Right. First right. like edit. Um. So this one it, it it hit a tough draw. It goes up against the uh, Steinbrenner calling Jerry uh, and saying George is dead. Oh, his there's visit, his visit to the Costanzas. Oh,
2: that's a no yeah. brainer. He's it, dead.
0: It act- Costanza's dead. <laughs> what the hell did you trade Buner for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had 30 home runs over 100 RBIs last year. He's Hello. got a rocket for an arm. Yo, what the hell you doing?
0: All right, people kept telling me, Ken, Ken Phelps. Phelps. Ken Phelps bat. Ken Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. He was a good prospect. And even before that, too, where he's like, the kid was a human dynamo. And it's still just, are you sure you're talking about George? You are, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Costanza. <laughs> first one in, last one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but this
2: was uh, the, Jerry, it's Frank Costanza, Mr. is here, George is dead, call me back, right?
1: It Plus the Costanza visit, because it's actually the Costanza visit.
2: Oh, yeah, first, and then it's domestic. And then
1: Jerry walks in and hears it on the answering machine.
2: Right, so yeah, I got to go with that. Sure. Yeah. yeah
1: um but oh. this was actually a really close one it was less than like 300 votes um and george is dead one okay so then the the next uh pairing was elaine uh telling jerry she faked uh um, classic versus kramer working at brant leland with tcb the uh the music montage of my baby oh. takes the morning train <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're eating the crackers yeah he's just bouncing Wash up he, and down with the crackers
0: washing his shoes in the in the water dispenser <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that scene after work where he's telling the story and they all have their ties undone and their sleeves rolled up and he's banging the table and they're just laughing <laughs> beards <laughs> spilling everywhere but he's
0: giving the presentation to you know <laughs>
1: just pointing out colors yeah
0: Oh, that's um, true.
1: So but... so I named it uh taking care of business. Uh yeah. it 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 beat the Elaine was faking.
0: Um, which is that's which... a tough one too, because that that's such a great scene. The physical comedy when Jerry when she says, You didn't know and you just see Jerry stop mid sip. And, yeah. the... and
1: and her eyes get so like just She makes that uh, face, yeah. Yeah, and her just with the, the breathing, the moaning, the panting, fake, fake,
3: fake, fake.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Elaine scenes for sure.
3: Yeah. But with, I was
0: so good.
2: I, I'm sure you were.
3: And
1: But Jerry just getting totally put in his place with it. Well, I guess after that many beers, the guy is probably pretty groggy. You didn't know. <laughs> yep. The end of the episode, too, when, you know, Jerry, we have to have sex to save the friendship. You know, if I have to, I have to. Yeah. And he does the
0: shirt untuck. Yeah hey I'm a little hungry I wouldn't have any of that mango left Boom. <laughs> well if it isn't the first lady of the American theater yeah. oh that Meryl Streep she's such a phony baloney <laughs>
1: Um, so TCB1 uh, next one was uh, you get in the mood so that's when uh, Jerry won't give details about sleeping with Elaine to George uh, but it's up against another great iconic moment of shrinkage Oh, Uh, when George is discovered with the I was in the pool.
2: Yeah. Shrinkage is obviously going to win that. But I mean, that scene in the deal, Jason Alexander's acting in that scene is just so perfect.
1: One of my best friends used that line more times than I could count uh, in college. Every time there was some story that would come up and I'd be like, I got to tell you later. And he'd be like, now you
0: listen to me. (laughs) I don't have a job. I got yeah. no place to go. You're not in the mood. Well you get in the mood. <laughs> um
1: next matchup was uh I mean, this is an unbelievable Kramer. Here's the feeling good all the time. The mm-hmm. the cigarette and beer at the same time, uh versus this was a, a total tough pairing. It's the George, it's not a lie if you believe it. Oh yeah. man. Which is probably like the number one line to sum up George Costanza, right? But then it's also like iconic Kramer of smoking a cigarette while drinking a beer. It's just unbelievable.
0: And that's another scene that really gets boosted by the bloopers as well because there's some fantastic bloopers for that scene. I I have to bring that up because it
2: bothers me a little bit. I love the scene they chose and it's amazing. But the blooper that they didn't choose I think is so much better.
3: Yeah, but it is a little burp.
0: broad. I kind of, I kind of agree. Like, why they didn't choose it? It's a little broad for It's kind of like in the voice when they were originally going to have it be the voice coming out of the girl's butt, and they said, ah, that's a little too close to a fart joke. So you know, let's do it on the belly button. That's a little, you know.
1: Yeah, that burp with the cloud of smoke though, it's ah, so. It's amazing. Oh, I know. Oh, I think it's and, hilarious as well. And Kramer was, yelping like that's just yeah.
0: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great two and a few minutes later he puts the cigarette in the wrong way and it takes him a second to yeah.
3: realize it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean they're both amazing, but oh, yeah. I just I just loved that blooper that they didn't choose. I just I thought it yeah. was so good.
1: Uh so it won pretty handily by like five thousand votes. Uh surprisingly, I thought it was gonna be a little bit closer, but that one always seems to, you know, crack everybody up. Um yeah. next one was two we're starting to notice a trend here about George up against himself in some of these. So we got the double dip versus the pretzels are making me thirsty, but this is the the first scene where Kramer tells them that he's got a line in the Woody Allen movie and they all take their turn giving the line.
0: Um, Eric, you remember when we went to that event that was the Seinfeld con and they did the pretzels are making me thirsty contest. I do remember that. Yes. You, you knocked it out of the wh- park. I was going to say, do you remember who won that contest? Yes. <laughs> I want it. Actually, want this, it the shirt easily. I'm wearing right now is the shirt that I want. I don't know. Adam, can you see the? Yeah, that's good. I got number that one dad. Day, like three or four years ago. It was awesome. But you think you're the number one dad?
1: Maybe I should get a world's greatest dad shirt.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. <laughs>
1: that's, that's such a, as an aside, that's such a great line in that whole episode.
0: Because <laughs> Gary's
1: just so over it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah used to work out with charles atlas in the 30s 1830s <laughs> so double dip one uh over pretzels by a couple thousand votes i mean that's just classic george yeah. with the double and dip I, and that and that more made itself know that. into like yeah that nobody even heard of what double dipping was before that scene right
2: yeah and i love timmy in that episode he's just so perfect
1: and he Actually- pulls up his pants like you know, just extra, like getting ready yeah. for just a some sort yeah. of throwdown.
2: It's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip.
1: Uh, next matchup was uh, two great ones, kind of a, a Frank versus George. Uh, you had Frank talking about the hen, the chicken, and the rooster. Mm. Um, <laughs> versus George as the latex salesman when he trips falling out of the bathroom. And Jerry hits him with the classic line. <sighs>
0: Something's missing. Something's
2: missing. Something's all missing right. All right. <laughs> merlot i never heard of it did they just invent it oh yeah. brother i mean just the fact and and
1: frank being just speechless and he's dead set on okay you got the hen the chicken and the rooster the chicken goes with the hen who's having sex with the rooster yeah. <laughs> or, or however says it, that's probably But just
0: they're all chickens
1: the rooster has sex <laughs> with all of them that's perverse and he's just caught so <laughs> off guard
0: I think the fact that you have the it's that first meeting of the Costanzas with the Rosses and you have this sort of culture clash and you just have these people that don't want to even be near each other. Yes. And even even George and Susan don't want to be with like nobody wants to be there. Everybody's yeah. miserable. Yeah. So good. I Also, like when um, he's like, I haven't seen it yet. It's got nothing to do with the plot. Still,
2: still, <laughs> I want to go fresh.
0: Oh, mother of God.
1: <laughs> Firestorm. That was a hell of a picture. <laughs> Um, but latex salesman actually won by like 4,000 votes. So, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, save and delay, save, save yeah. and delay. Yeah,
3: well, what light
1: industries? <laughs> no, you're way, way, way off. a <laughs> Elaine trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: tell Kramer like, no, no, no. Yeah. Cause that, and that and, but that's a realistic thing too, where like you have all these plans, everything's perfectly laid out. And you're like, okay, let me just do this for like two seconds and I'll be right back. And in that two seconds, it all gets screwed up.
2: Yep. And that line was improvised by Jerry. He was supposed to just stand there and look at him. And he said, and you want to be my latex. <laughs> just perfect.
1: One of the other funniest sides, somebody said in the comments when I first posted this matchup was they were like, here's another continuity error for Seinfeld. Cause George comes out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles, but he still has his shirt on. And uh, as we, as, uh, as we learned, you know, in, uh, the, the episode, gymnast, it's the gymnast. Yeah. With the Claire that he takes his shirt off whenever he,
3: all the way
0: off to the
2: office that's true i wonder when he started doing that though
0: exactly It'd <laughs> have to think be between seasons three and six somewhere yeah. maybe he discovered it
2: yeah exactly
0: you gotta think
1: a man of that ilk uh has probably been you
0: know doing that for quite some time.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> unless maybe he put just...
0: his shirt back on before he put his pants on when he heard the phone ringing <laughs>
2: Maybe after staring at those triangles for so long, he started taking off his shirt. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, the next one was another giant blowout. It was Putty in the eight ball jacket with the ass, ask the eight ball, which is, I mean, outstanding, but it didn't have a chance against marine biologists. Uh, no, know. no way. Poor Putty. Marine Biologist got over 12,000 votes. Um, I think might've been the leading vote getter um for the first round i think it was
2: just the fact that that was the first take they did that larry and jerry wrote that monologue the night of the shoot and the cast is hearing it for the first time and you kind of see julia at one point almost breaks
0: yeah and you see jerry also like watching he's watching jason to make sure yeah. it's like it's jerry in real life he's not acting <laughs> it,
1: i mean even to this day i i just marvel at the writing of that monologue it's it's unbelievable. What they did,
2: and it's just and it's just crazy that Jason Alexander never won an Emmy. It makes no sense.
1: I know it's insane. I mean, yeah, I I don't understand that. Like I said, he's probably my favorite character on the
2: show. Yeah, I mean, I love Michael, and he deserves all the Emmys he got, but you got to give at least one Jason.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So moving to the next one, it's the uh the Kenny Rogers roasters where Jerry is acting like Kramer when he comes sliding in saying of, he's stressed.
2: One of my favorite Jerry's
3: oh,
1: absolutely. Um, versus one of my favorite uh, Kramer's was when he's doing the fake commercial for Hennigan's. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, yep. and, and that's one of the ones I've used so many times in the workplace with the you little stress for the upcoming job interview, take a couple of shots of Hennigan and you'll be loose as a goose. <laughs> Ready to roll in no time. <laughs> and because it doesn't smell, well, it'll be it'll our, be little, our secret. little secret.
2: <laughs> I could go either way on this one, but I think I got to go with Jerry in the chicken roaster just because I think that's one of his best performances in the series.
3: Yeah. Agreed. I think just...
2: and
1: I, this is what upset me, too. There were so many comments on this one of insulting Jerry's acting, saying how he was a bad actor. No. And the point was oh. he was acting like Kramer. like exactly. he had the whole like and he did great at it. I didn't respond to any of them because I knew it was going to get my blood pressure worked yeah. up and yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? This was probably the best Jerry acting in the whole series because yeah. he does a great Kramer.
0: He really Absolutely. does. Absolutely. And the Hennigan stuff is, is it's fantastic. It's really funny, but it's sort of like a I would say like a middle of the pack, you know, Michael Richards typical acting scene. Obviously all, you know, all his scenes are great, but you know, <laughs> And there's so many
2: lines in that chicken roaster. I mean, you know my friend Bob Sacamano. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> he, thought he was a friend. Yeah. Well, he called last night at 3 a.m. We got to talking. He sells Russian half down at Battery Park. Forty bucks. Are they? Are they sable? No, <laughs> the difference is negligible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so good. And but even though it's not in the scene, that that also kicks later when they were like, "This is not sable. This is a nutrium. Yeah. Is that a type of sable? It's a type of rat." sold me a rat hat and a pretty poor one even by rat hat standards <laughs> which i always thought would be a good band name rat hat
0: standard <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good one i'm on There's... no sleep no sleep <laughs> yeah you, you look a little stressed oh i'm stressed, oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> you don't know what it's like in there all night long things are creaking and cracking that red light is burning my brain
2: <laughs> the way he rubs his
1: eyes
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, so that one, won pretty handily, uh, by like 4,000 votes, uh, yeah. kicks to the next one of this is, this is tough. And I had a tough time deciding which scene to actually use. So I went with Eric, the clown. Um, I did not go with the fire, uh, right after, even though that's also one of my favorites. Um, but it's, how you do know, you John's, live
0: with yourself?
1: <laughs> it's not easy. And. <laughs> It's it's George yelling at Eric about Bozo, the clown and uh, John Favreau, obviously getting just so worked up and throwing it right back in George versus um, Jerry's unveiling when he's wearing the puffy shirt.
2: Oh, well, the puffy shirt probably won because it's so iconic. But yeah. I got to go with Eric, the clown. when he I just he's got that line, which is one of my favorites in the entire series where. You're living in the past, man. You hung up on some clown from
0: the '60s, man. <laughs> Go fold yeah, your little it's... balloon animals, Eric.
2: <laughs> Eric. Yeah, Eric.
1: What
0: kind of name is that for a clown? <laughs> you don't know boat B O
1: Z O? Yeah. yeah what it, was he some clown or something?
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, He's a clown.
1: <laughs> yeah. Puppy shirt sure did win by like three thousand votes, but I totally agree with you. I would have gone Eric the Clown. I just love it. Uh, yeah. Next one is uh, Man Hands. Um, when he's sitting at dinner and you know she's cracking the lobster and, <laughs> and opening the beer with that great squeak noise of the well, twist off, a twist. <laughs> um, versus not a twist off, <laughs> versus <laughs> Elaine hopped up on uh, pain relax uh, muscle relaxers with a
2: Stella. Oh,
0: god, it's uh, tough. I think I got
2: to go with pen, Stella.
0: And one of my top five favorite episodes, uh, despite the fact that Jason and Michael aren't in it that's one of my top 5.
1: Yeah, I I voted for Stella. Stella yeah, won uh, yeah, by like yeah. a thousand votes which I was really happy because I felt like Elaine was getting kind of dissed through this whole tournament yeah. and and she just kills it with. And then it's even though this isn't in a moment, it's the surrounding, it's the the introduction to, you know, Aunt Stella. Um, yeah. And and Elaine just belts it and then afterwards, you know, Stella's like, I'm missing Golden Girls for this. And Ellen hits <laughs> her with a I hate her like poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my best girlfriends still uses that line to this day. Whenever she's talking about someone, she's like, I hate her like poison.
0: <laughs> What's with the sunglasses? Who are you, Van Johnson? <laughs> Van, Van
1: Johnson. And it's such a good reference that like Oh, it's so dated. Yeah, it is, but it's a perfect Uncle Leo reference. Like dude, that's oh, it's great. And I'm a little upset that we don't ever
2: see Aunt Stella again in the series. Yeah. And I also love the line, "Her back hurts."
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> took too I
2: think you takes too pills. many of
0: these pills. <laughs> <laughs> say astronaut. <laughs> say what?
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, like even the photographer has heard about the pen.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a great point.
1: Yeah. It's just <laughs> just a whole sea of passive aggressiveness.
2: Oh, yeah, want- you got to go with Stella on that
1: one. Yeah. Um, next one is, uh, I-, I thought this would be a bigger blowout. It's the Kramer uh, Batman driving the bus scene. Another great monologue by him. And then uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, when they first uh, come to the realization in the apartment with the the
2: NYU journalist. <laughs> now, I'm curious, which one did you think would win by a lot?
1: I thought Kramer Batman would win by a lot.
2: OK, because I asked you that because I think that most fans would say not that there's anything wrong with that. But I think the pinky toe story is one of Kramer's all time best moments. And when you watch Michael Richards in, in that scene, you're like, OK, now you understand why he won all those Emmys because it's yeah. just. When, when
1: he when he describes after the, the bus driver passes out from all the commotion, and he's like, and now I'm driving the bus, and he, yeah. he grabs the big bus steering wheel, which is a great <laughs> little thing, not like a standard car wheel. Right. He grabs the giant bus, <laughs> commuter bus wheel, and he does that little hip wiggle yeah. where he's just turning this – you know, giant bus with a, probably a bend in the middle. You know, it's just yeah, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. And he's so proud of himself. Like, I'm, I'm driving
1: the
2: bus. Yeah. <laughs> and I love when he's like, I kicked him out the door. At the you know, with my foot. You know, at the next
0: stop. You kept making all the stops. <laughs> People kept ringing the bell.
1: <laughs> oh, it, it's another one of like that. You know, the car reservation that I talked earlier, and that one were two that always floored my dad when we were watching yeah. it. Of just that
0: they kept kept ringing the bell. <laughs> You're Batman. Yeah, I am yeah, Batman. I am Batman.
1: <laughs> um so that one by it only won by like 2000 votes. I thought it'd be a lot closer. Um next matchup was no soup for you. Um the the, the very first when George gets denied soup um versus Frank describing the various cup sizes. <laughs>
2: okay, so I know probably the soup Nazi one, but I would go a- frank's cup sizes totally
1: (laughs) i i i know it's kind of blasphemous but i've been rallying in these brackets against all the soup nazi clips like i would have chose cup sizes hands down like the number of times my buddies and i have used like not the exact line of i know the d is the biggest but every time like we've (laughs) said something obvious one of us always says i know blank is whatever if yeah it, I, I based my entire life knowing that the blank is the best yeah. you know yeah. that it's so I, I just i love
0: and one of my all-time favorite lines comes at the very end of that scene with the stealth you got ketchup on it because <laughs> it just, just gets everything. up
1: He's or dog- frank <laughs> frank's so against the idea that it was made of lycra spandex and then yeah. when they find out it's lycra spandex goes well, what do you look at? what do you know
2: look uh, at that. well, that's surprising <laughs> how long does it take to find a bra
0: What's going on up there? He asked me to get a pair of underwear. Pair? I'm back in two seconds. <laughs> oh, I also so love
2: that George is like, "Yeah, I know about the cups," and a few seconds go by, and he's like, <laughs> and he "You got the A."
0: Yeah. <laughs> that hand motion, yeah. Oh. He's got the toothpick too. Working ah, it's the perfect. toothpicks. It's just perfect. that queen's look. It's oh, unbelievable.
1: But it got it got beat by like eight thousand votes. Uh, I, yeah, from, it doesn't from surprise the soup me. Nazi. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't need to talk about the soup Nazi. No nah. um,
0: more. If you'd like to find um, out more about the soup Nazi, watch our interview <laughs> with Larry Thomas. <laughs>
1: That's a nice plug. Um <laughs> next one was uh the Elaine Dance, uh the original, um, when she gives the toast and then uh, unveils the little kicks. And then uh Kramer in the tidy whiteys in the Calvin Klein office. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I'll go with Elaine just because like you said, she's not getting like a, a ton of representation on this list. So I'll give her some
1: Yeah, it, it won by over four thousand votes. I mean yeah. that's a that's an
0: iconic one. Yeah. More people would definitely know that one. I mean, who else could do that dance like
2: Julia did, you know? Yeah. So good. And what, were we talking on this too,
1: that uh, she performed that with no music. So they put the earth, wind and fire in afterwards. Cause she said she couldn't dance, not on rhythm if there was music in the background. So yeah. It had exactly. to be, yeah.
2: And I think she said she was most nervous about doing that scene than any other scene in the series.
1: Yeah. So the next, the final uh, matchup of round one was the, one of the best endings of any episode with Elaine hitting with the, the panties, my, my mother laid out for me versus uh george playing trivial pursuit with the bubble boy and the Mm. moops
2: fiasco so i don't remember how this one turned out but i would assume that the bubble boy won but i love the Cheever letters ending it's just the perfect bow on the episode and i love how elaine has her foot up a little bit like she does the little twirl closes the door and i know julia said in the dvd extras that she just It was just such a thrill every time. Every time she shut that door and heard the crowd, the audience reaction, it was just like she had
1: so much fun doing that. Yeah. 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 And Jerry and George just frozen in their tracks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got to go with I got to go with um, the Cheever letters as well. The the panties your mother laid out for you.
1: Yeah. Bubble Boy won by 4000 votes, um, which what we just said, it's not surprising, but I I think I would have gone the other way, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, the bubble boy, that, that is an amazing scene, too. And I love yeah. how George just doesn't let
0: up. It's like, moops, oops. <laughs> Although in the earlier in that episode, one of the scenes I, I was going to bring up was the scene where Jerry's describing the bubble boy to George and Susan. He's a bubble boy, a bubble boy. Love yes, bubble. a bubble boy. What's a bubble boy? He lives in a bubble boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, it's great. It's a 53 cabin. Yeah, 47 cabin. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's actually that reminds me of of a, a scene that got on the that got cut off on my first edit because one of my personal favorites, and I, it, it might fall flat with everybody, but Mr. Ross telling the cherish the cabin story. Oh that's it's one of my favorite lines and i've seen people with like tattoos with like wooden cabins with the the banner that says cherish the cabin it's always so good how mrs ross mouths the words as he's telling the story of
2: cherish the cabin She
0: you knows how she's heard it so many times she's so sick of it another
2: underrated line from that scene doesn't george look like your sister sarah <laughs>
0: there's a
2: slight <laughs> resemblance <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't look, look like me, me? <laughs> sarah did
1: you wipe your wheels it's just common courtesy when you come inside you wipe your
0: wheels (laughs) ricky did you wipe her wheels off yes i wiped them Uh, so now we're currently in round two of the bracket how's that going um how's some of the matchups in that one that we're seeing because obviously the first round we had some really really tough matchups so
1: so for round two we have just as a recap we have uh the first matchup is car rental reservation versus the merv griffin set um we have the ass man plates versus the bro we have scary cold versus the marble rye Oof. we have george's answering machine versus he took it out
3: <laughs> uh,
1: you want a piece of me versus a thin layer of gabardine i'm out versus the opposite magic yeah. loogie takes on cartwright oh Oh the Humanity versus the Festivus Origin Story.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Uh
1: then on the other side of the the bracket for round two, you got Jerk Store versus Kramer Home Alone. Mm-hmm. George is Dead versus TCB.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Uh George's shrinkage versus feeling good all the time. That's gonna be a, that's, a slug fest.
2: That's a big matchup right there. Yeah, it's huh? a great one.
1: Um you got the double dip versus the latex salesman.
2: Another great one.
1: Marine biologist versus oh I'm stressed. <laughs> uh puffy shirt versus Stella. That might be an upset. I don't know if the JLD fans come out and upset mm. puffy shirt maybe.
2: I kind of yeah, want to um, see I kind of want to see Stella win that one.
3: Yeah, I do too.
1: Um then I, as I just said Kramer Batman versus no soup for you.
3: Oh and yeah, then to, yeah.
1: then to finish off round two, we got Elaine's Dance versus Moops.
2: Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to check that out and uh, be sure to vote in round two at Seinfeld Episodes on Instagram. Uh, before we go, I just wanted to ask you guys, what are some of the moments you think are a little underrated that didn't make this bracket that you think deserve more love?
0: So there are a few that I've been thinking of. Um, there's some really obscure ones, but like we talked about the Costanzas. My absolute favorite Frank and Estelle Costanza scene is in the puffy shirt when they're arguing about the bananas and the jello. (laughs)
3: That's (laughs)
0: because Jerry Stiller just that shout. It's a lot of bananas on the side. And when you know that originally it was supposed to be like he was supposed to be sort of reserved and Mm -hmm. and Estelle was supposed to be the loud, overbearing one. But when they just flip that switch, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's Jerry Stiller's first episode. Personally, maybe my favorite moment in the entire series, because I think it sums up the show so perfectly, is in the bubble boy. When they're sitting at Monk's with the bubble boy's dad, and he's like, we have sacrificed everything oh. all for the sake of our little bubble boy. Excuse me. And he hands the <laughs> tissue to, you know, Elaine. She's crying, and then he, she hands the tissue to Jerry, and he just, you know, oh, does geez. the napkin wipe on his mouth. <laughs> I just think it's perfect, you it's know? No hugging, hand. no learning.
1: It, it is. You're completely right with it. it sums up the show perfectly in that.
2: Yeah, and it's it's a moment that you really never hear about, but... I do think it deserves a lot more credit than it gets.
0: Well, another scene along that line that I thought of is, Jerry, kill me. I'm begging (laughs) you right now. Just put the pillow over my face. What what do you mean? Sort of like this? (laughs) But my favorite part of that scene is the, Elaine, what are you doing here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jerk off. (laughs) And that's that's one that I can't believe got through the censors back in the day either. And it's still on there. And I was like, I don't remember hearing that, like, in any other, like, quote-unquote news shows. Yeah.
2: Another moment that we didn't discuss, which is Jason Alexander's favorite moment in The Red Dot, when Mr. Lippman is like, I'll get right to the point. It occurred (laughs) to me that you and the cleaning woman have engaged in sexual intercourse in the desk in your office. Is that true? Who said that? (laughs) She did. And then, (laughs) like— You can see the gears turning again. Yeah, he's thinking about it for a little bit, and he's like, was that wrong? Should I not <laughs> have done that? And the Lipman's reaction to was great. He just was like, i guy. I got to tell you,
1: I got to plead ignorance on this thing.
2: <laughs> if someone um, would have told me when I first started here that that sort of thing was frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Along that same line, one that I had trouble leaving off was uh, George getting the Penske file. Yeah, uh, of going through that or even the the interview to get the job with the Penske file with the, you know, in college, they called me the little bulldog. <laughs> um, a lot of people then, tell
0: me that I'm small and prestigious.
1: <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, when you mentioned the bubble boy and the, the, the mouth wipe reminded me of the um, on the junior Mint with uh, just give me a second. We'll go see. Watch them slice that fat bastard. up. <laughs> Let me finish my coffee.
2: (laughs) I have that.
1: He's 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 cracking up as he's wiping his mouth.
2: Yeah, I have that moment written down as well. It's just so great. And if you watch carefully, you can see Jason Alexander laughing in that scene. (laughs) Another scene I love is we talked about the outing already, but that scene with the two-line phone when they when Jerry. You know, he's talking to Sharon, and then he he goes back and talks to George, and George is like, "You know, I can hear you on the other line. I, I get that chills every time."
0: Yeah. And the Kramer, this phone's a piece of junk to buy. Oh, a piece of junk to buy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now everyone's um, gonna we think we gay. Not that there's anything yeah, wrong with it. Of course. Oh no no, no! no, people's personal sexual preferences are nobody's business but their own.
1: <laughs> um, we also have uh george eating the eclair out of the trash Uh, yeah um but as as great as that scene is george and jerry talking about it the next day is the best with the so you just thought what the hell i think i'll just eat some trash
0: (laughs) no no
2: no (laughs) well you really could talk some trash i guess that's better than eating
0: it (laughs) i was watching that episode and i forgot about that line and i just started cracking up today i was like
1: uh you have another one with uh Costanza Lord of the Idiots.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Him talking about, you know, floor seats at every New York sporting <laughs> event, uh, you know, no strings attached. Sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Lord of the idiots. So that was that was a good one that got left off. Another one that um again I saw recently was Poppy Pete on my sofa. <laughs> <laughs> and you could either pick the scene where where it actually happens or the scene where where oh when he spills the when he gets the water all over his face and he sprays it into Kramer's face as he's saying it it's just how did oh. they do that i
2: yeah, also love some of the older clips with Jerry and George like when um George is like you know he's sitting on the floor Jerry's on the couch and he's like i like sports i could do something in sports yeah,
1: yeah. and along yeah. that same uh, listing even though it's a later episode when George is telling the uh the astonishing tales of Costanza. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When he's trying to get the with the apartment board.
2: They tend to give that job to ex ball players and people that are you know in broadcasting. Well, that's really what? not fair.
0: I know. <laughs> um. Well. Well, I love Uncle Leo. So what am I? But one of my favorite Uncle Leos is Stop the Show. <laughs> <laughs> She's a what very about,
3: fixed income. Yeah.
0: Or what about? Will somebody answer that damn phone? <laughs> yeah. We gotta do this once a week. Once a week? <laughs> Look at you. You're an Adonis. You should be
1: swinging. <laughs> swinging? <laughs> <laughs> you're bald,
0: paunchy. All sorts of sounds are emanating from your body. If there's a woman who can stand your presence for longer than 10 consecutive seconds, you should hang on to her like grim death, which is not far off, by the way. <laughs>
2: I also love the scene with Kramer when he's talking about marriage, because I think this sums up his entire character and why he lives the way he does. Yeah. Man-made prisons. You're doing time. You get up
3: in the morning,
1: she's there. Or George with the George divided against itself cannot stand.
2: Uh, Yes. Another amazing Jason Alexander scene.
1: Yeah. George has gotten upset. (laughs) Yeah, there's just, like I said, there's going to have to be more brackets, because even though this has, like, the iconic ones, I think there's so many that wouldn't be landslides, and they would actually, like, actually really good discussion that would probably pit up against each other.
0: Well, because, like, we mentioned the soup Nazi before, too, and I think one of the best scenes in the soup Nazi actually really has nothing to do with the soup Nazi. It has to do with the schmoopy, where George says... You were making me and everybody else sick. Right, Elaine? And you just see Elaine slowly walking out of the apartment and it just punctuates on that closed door. Or the street toughs taking the armoire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Street toughs took my armoire?
2: (laughs) Or Newman with Jambalaya. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're all so good. And one more moment I just wanted to bring up was in The Betrayal, when Elaine is drunk on peach schnapps,
1: Yes, he schnapped me.
2: Yeah. And um I just love Goodnight, Jugdish. <laughs>
1: yes. And you know, I didn't get to include any like Jackie Childs with the yep. uh, oh, of course. The, the man'll be nothing but a shrunken head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um there are just two more that I want to mention. They're just endings of episodes that I think are so great. The ending of the statue I love because you think you're getting like this heartfelt moment. Oh, Kramer, you're my hero. And then it just completely falls apart, literally. Yeah. And then the ending of the tape, too, where you just see that pan of all three oh. of them. when they all realize it's Elaine. Yep. You know, you know, Kramer's nodding his head. Well, what, why are you leaving? It's, it's early. We'll order Chinese. <laughs> yeah.
2: And also, just to go back to the statue for a second, that scene with Kramer when he's impersonating oh. a cop and he oh, comes yeah, in there. Of course. Make love to that wall, you
0: pervert. it's <laughs> him! I said spread them. I'm a damn good cop.
2: (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. Good, good. Let's uh, keep it that way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I say we get them.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Adam. This was so much fun uh, just having you on, talking about all these amazing Seinfeld moments. Love your Instagram account. Everyone who doesn't follow it, be sure to follow at Seinfeld Episodes. And check out his greatest moments bracket right now. It's so much fun currently in round two. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: No, this was awesome, guys. I, I really appreciate it. And like I said, anytime uh, you guys want to, you know, have me back, hopefully that we can uh, talk more Seinfeld or, you know, whatever we want to talk about. So this was a a, a blast. Yeah,
0: definitely. absolutely. No, thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. And next time you come on, you have to decide whether you want to be Adam Littman or Adam from Detroit with the head like a cube. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got it. We'll talk to you soon. Have
0: a great night. Take care. Yeah, All take right. It See easy. you, fellas. All right. Have bye. a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to our greatest Seinfeld moments discussion with our friend Adam. Tune in next week for our first ever Seinfeld trivia episode. In this episode, listeners will have the opportunity to play Seinfeld trivia with us for a chance to win some sponge-worthy Seinfeld prizes. For more information on how to play, please email us at theplacetobeseinfeld at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Place to Be, a Seinfeld podcast, Twitter at tptbseinfeld, and Instagram at theplacetobesinfeld.com. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like, please rate and review us. It really helps us out. Until next time, make sure to hang up your pants for the perfect crease.
3: I'm out. What?
2: I'm out. I'm out of the contest. You're out?
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, wow! That was fast!
2: Well, it was that woman across the
3: street. You know, you better be careful, buddy, she's gonna get you next.